You have tuned in to the Lee Brothers radio program. Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. So the left wants to punch you in the face if you're not vaxxed. Oh, how tolerant of him. That should be fun. We have the full audio of that, by the way. <laughs> Loving and compassionate left. Punch you in the face. Stupidest question of all, which skin color emoji should you use? Oh, come on. And uh, the Super Bowl weekend... And the racist NFL. Let's talk sports. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio, as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. Let's have some fun today. Mm. We're going to talk about the moon, too. <laughs> we are. And, uh, uh, the moon. If it you're listening and looking at 100,000 Russian troops, it's time to get the hell out. Is there that many sitting there right now? The go- yes. hundred thousand. Our government, our state department has asked all American citizens who are there to get out within 48 hours. I predict 72 to 96 hours, three to four days. Your prediction? They're going to invade. I don't think so. Not during the Super Bowl. No, certainly wait till after that. I mean, you can't you can't invade during the Super Bowl. Are you Bowl. serious? I'm what about the Super Bowl? It's pretty is it serious. legal to watch the Super Bowl over there? I, is, I, don't I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're going to watch it. It's a big deal. It's kind of huge. If they if they delay if they delay at all on the invasion, it's because Putin wants to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, instead. well, you know, good for him. Vlad is a football. Vlad, fan. you're in. That, that's how you talk to him. Vlad, yeah, I talk Vlad to his name like now. that. I yeah, call him okay. up and say, Vlad, what's happening? All right, coming up in the show. <laughs> uh, Mark Warner has commented on the trucks in Canada. That'd be fun. We'll we'll talk about that. A crazy new bill in the Virginia Senate. Uh, it's about our state slogan. Uh, that's insane too. And uh, the Richmond mayor announces a gun buyback program. I, that's all in the next hour, and that's just the next hour. But coming up, uh, what's going to be a pact? We, I don't even know how to get through a lot of this, but one is the left wants to punch you in the face when it comes to the unvaxxed. This is this has gone too far. The left is now violent. Of course, we knew that. They're, they're actually concerned and upset about a ton of things. And um, that's just the way uh, the left is sometimes. But anyway, it's the way it goes, isn't it? It is. Very much so. All right, so um, can't wait to get to this moon story. I got to tell you, yeah, yeah this moon story be good. But the Super be educational for you and everybody. But first, let's talk sports because we're so good at it. I mean, we know sports. I mean, we're, we're sports fans. <laughs> I we know, know football <laughs> is kind of oval, <laughs> right? Made out of pig skin. I have a problem with that right off the bat. The, that's a Unless good point. Skin left over from bacon or ham. Well, where do you want it made out of? Sausage. So the NFL uh, is having their big D 
deal this weekend, obviously, and it's a Super Bowl, and it's going to cost you $6,500 to go to it, which is outrageous. I don't think, I, I can't think of a single thing that I would spend $6,500 on. I can. <laughs> but but, it, but it's honestly, not a, it's it wouldn't not, be a Super Bowl. That's ticket. exactly my not a game, not, not something you can be watch. A Super Bowl what would be ticket. more fun anyway to see it in your front of your den where you have unlimited beverages and a bathroom that's yourself, or do you want to sit with seventy thousand people that spent? That just sounds. Why would I spend that kind of money? To be that miserable? I just don't understand. It, but people are doing it, and here's what they don't understand: is they're supporting a very racist organization. The big conversation this week was how racist the NFL is. And by the way, the one thing great about sports is it used to be without politics. You didn't have this crap. The great thing about sports is when you went there and listened to it and watched it, it was an escape from reality. It was an escape from all that. You can just enjoy it. But now we're infusing politics and race into everything, and certainly the NFL. How, How exactly is it racist? Oh, it doesn't. It, Brian you know, Flores is is he the one that's the whistleblower? Because, because hey, this place is racist. I mean, the thing is, you either are if you're going to coach an NFL team, you're either a phenomenal coach, or you're not. You're not going to coach NFL an owners NFL team. Owners aren't that. picking coaches based upon anything but talent. Exactly, that's all it is. Exactly, but the NFL says, well, that's not good enough. Because we don't have any black, well, we do have black coaches. What are there, 35 teams in the NFL? 32 teams in the NFL, five are minority coaches, five. Four are black, I think one is Latino. Thanks for counting, by the way. Oh, boy, it should be 16. According to somebody, I don't know. 16. But it's certainly, it's certainly not enough black coaches. Roger Goodell said, it's all my fault. Roger Goodell said, I bear responsibility along with the NFL teams, for shortcomings on head coach diversity. What does that even mean? You mean you're going to start to hire coaches based upon the color of their skin? Shortcomings on on minority coaches. So if you have a minority coach and he has shortcomings, you can't do anything about it? He's supposed to, Roger Goodell's supposed to step in and say, oh, no, uh-uh. No, he's going to have shortcomings. No, you're going to hire this guy because he's He's black. a minority coach. You're, you're going to hire him. It's not, here, here's Roger Goodell. He's going to suck Jim, as a head coach. And by the way, listen to Roger. This is funny, Richard. Roger Goodell is tripping all over himself when asked about the lack of black head coaches in the NFL, which, by the way, no one cares about. I'm just going to tell you, watching the Super Bowl on Sunday, no one cares about the color of skin. They're obvious. You're We're right. cheering they, on they, people to do well in the game, and not based upon the color of their skin. But And, and most people are there for the commercials. <laughs> not even the game. So the NFL is true. That's is, a true. That's they, true. They've completely lost their mind if they think this is about race, and and they they have. They, this is where they are on it. But Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell has asked about this and listened to his answer. It's ridiculous. Listen, um, we we look at the same numbers, and and uh, they're you do. There are. Hang on a second. You look at the numbers. You say. Gosh, we only have four black coaches. You sit around and do that? You sit around and look at the numbers? Who the hell does that? We better keep this quiet. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Anyway. We better be secretive. Part of the effort that, again, looking at how do we become more effective in our policies and procedures. Um, what? We work really hard. We believe in diversity. We believe in it as a value. We believe it's made it stronger. You do? Uh, people who've come into the league who are diverse have been very successful and made us better 
uh, and we just have to do a better job. Uh, we what? have to look. Is there another? Is the NFL not diverse? Has anyone said, you know what? I, I must say they're not diverse. I looked at some linemen on the other team last week, and it was all black guys. They're not diverse at all. I've seen football play teams with all blacks. If we have to notice the color of somebody's skin, thank you, NFL, for doing that to us, then they're right. There's not enough diversity on the field. It's all black players. So is the NFL not recognized? This is absurd on every level. I bet that there are far more black players in the NFL than white players. Just saying. And, and, and that you know, do society. I care? No. Of course I, not. I don't care. Nobody cares. All they care about is the, the, how the game's played and the talent that's behind it. The thing that we can do to make sure we're attracting that best talent here and making our league inclusive. Um, If I had the answer right now, I would give it to you. I would have implemented it. I think what we have to do is just continue and find and look and step back and say, we're not doing a good enough job here. We need to find better solutions and better outcomes. And so let's make it, let's find more effective policies. Let's make sure everyone understands. What's an effective policy? That hires more black coach. You believe it's this a policy that fires Goodell. I mean, he's a. You're this exactly is ridiculous. Right. You're he's ridiculous. A he's horrible. You know, if 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 he's going to be the one that interviews all these people, and apparently that he feels something needs to be done different, put a blindfold on the man when he's interviewing and talking to people. Put a blindfold on him. Let him make his no, decisions with no. a blindfold. You can't do that. That's the entire conversation. We have to do something different. We have to look at the color of skin and hire them based on that. He continues. Let's make sure that um, we're looking at diversity and actually See? incentivizing See? that for everybody See? in our building. Oh, oh, we have to incentivize. Including with compensation. We have to incentivize with compensation all the black coaches we can find. This is it's unbelievable. We That's, should get a picture of a huge fighting ship, battleship, whatever you want to call it, from the Civil War, up on the front nose, paint diversity, and send it to Roger Goodell. Well, that was a name. What do you? The name of diversity. Diversity was a boat <laughs> used in the Civil War. You're, you're talking like it's a- not picking people from for a football team. I mean, no. it's just not. Take the talent. Take well, the talented you, guys that have worked so hard to become phenomenal players. Well, don't worry, because the sports announcers on the sports talk shows all over the country recognize this stupidity. Or do they? Here's NBC Sports doubling down on this insanity about judging people by the color of their skin. Listen to these two yahoos. This isn't an issue of attracting talent. It's an issue of convincing the owners to be more diverse in their hiring practices. Oh, I see. It's not about talent. You just got to be more diverse in, in your in your in your picking your coaches. What what kind of incense does that make? No matter what, you got to pick the color of someone's skin over talent. These are sports announcers. I guess they've been co-op by the left. And and, and, and there's no secret about that. I mean, yeah, the, the, what you said's real. I, again, where I just get into this is what are we going to do? What, what is the tangible thing we can Let's grab onto here to fix this solution? I also think that you don't necessarily need the Rooney Rule to mandate a certain number of interviews of minority candidates because the media will police it now. The yeah, right. can police That's it That's true. And it's so the out media there. is going to police it. They're going to look at the color of skin and go, ah, I don't know, black people over there. This is a sports 
cast. This is NBC Sports. Not talking about football and about talent and being good, but picking people by the color of their skin. It's unconscionable where we've come. More on this in 63 and a half seconds. And ESPN proved themselves to be just another racist organization. That 68 seconds. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into labeled packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Identifying as lizard men from outer space, but only two days a week. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. The NFL's racist. Far from it. No one cares, by the way, because most of America doesn't look at the color of skin. It's in two places. Remember, racism's in two places. It's in politics, it's in the media, and now it's in football. <laughs> Unbelievable. So these NBC sports guys are uh, hammering Roger Goodell because he's not hammering the owners of the league. The owners of the league aren't hiring enough black men. They're not uh, as head coaches. As head coach, that's the issue here. Yeah, head coaches. I was say, uh, that's not totally accurate. So here's the rest of these. Uh, the sports show, which is a sports show. It's not a politics show. It's not about anything but talent and sports and stats, except these guys. And if you're not being inclusive, if you're not conducting a diverse search, you're going to hear about it, that they're expected. You're expected to hire a minority coach. Well, no, just go do the right thing and trust people to do the right thing. And hopefully they'll do the right thing. But, you know, as we've said multiple times this week, you need to have. So the right thing is hiring a black coach. Talent doesn't matter anymore in the NFL. I'm going to apply. I'm going to start applying to every team. That I want to coach their football. It's a great idea. I mean, now it doesn't matter. Talent doesn't matter. It just matters either right minority color, whatever the leftist agenda is at that at week or that. I, I I won't qualify. They've got on um they're on some kind of kick. I won't qualify. Oh, they're on a kick. Remember, there's 32 teams in the league, five minority head coaches. And the NFL's racist. We definitely have a racist problem. Roger Goodell says it's all my fault and the owners 
And here's more continuation of an NBC sports commentators talking about it. Or black ownership in the NFL. I do, you know, agree with a lot of what you said. I think there has to continue to be an yeah. emphasis on more African-Americans, not only in the coaching, but the other one I would just always look at is front offices. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a little dumbfounded about what the NFL should do or how to approach it. Are they for real? The front offices? They, they really are having an NBC sports talk show that there's not enough black people in the offices or the ownership, as if that makes any difference in any way. You know why we have a racist problem in this country? Because of crap like this show. Exactly. Right here. This is supposed to be sports, too. This is a sports yeah, talk. You watch sports I mean, and you, you don't talk color. No, why would you? Don't you're talking talent. That's what you're talking if about. If a black guy makes a phenomenal play, we're like, hey. We don't sit there and go. That was a black well, guy. Well, that doesn't count. That was a black <laughs> That's guy. That's absurd. Give the ball to a white guy. Come on, man. Oh, it's so it's we so don't wrong. do that. It's well, you're you're right. We don't because we don't judge people by the color of their skin. We don't have a diversity quota of any kind. The NFL now has a quota. Apparently, they have this this uh, Rooney Rule that was established, I guess, in 2003 that requires teams to interview candidates of color for head coach job. We required it, so they're already doing that. But you would think the NFL understands talent and they hire people based on talent. They don't hire people based upon the color of your skin. And it shouldn't be that way anyway. I thought we had a whole uh, discrimination laws in hiring. I thought we had that. But not in the NFL or anywhere else for that matter. But just in case you think sports was void of politics and leftism and stupid woke thinking... There's the NFL for you. And now ESPN's the same way. Project Veritas exposed this. Project Veritas had some hidden cameras in the ESPN headquarters and found out that ESPN is so eat up with race that they're racist against white people and Trump supporters and men. And the people who are in that facility who are white men just trying to do their job are literally attacked daily at the ESPN. Here's a clip of one of these whistleblowers that recorded this. His name is Trevor Adams. He was an ESPN studio operator. He sent the company a, uh, uh, an email out to the CEO outlining these concerns and was uh, identified as a threat to the company and had police sent to his house, all because he said, look, we're being, we're being called racist and all kinds of things in the workplace. This is ridiculous. Here's his clip of this. It yeah. might surprise or maybe not surprise many, but it might surprise still a few. Yeah that this is affecting sports? Mm-hmm. I witnessed all these years, they never really addressed a lot of these issues. You know, a lot of us were unhappy. What um, are they unhappy about at ESPN? The racism, there's a lot of racist incidents in our building, people making innuendos, comments to people. How about that? That's what's going on at ESPN. I should promote to the people that are being, these comments are being made to, to say, hey guys, sue the company. See the company. Well, it's just ridiculous how far ESPN now is. A, it's always been like It's been like this for at least as long as I can remember, five, ten years. ESPN is a bunch of leftists. They all are. And the way they talk about everything, somehow it's not about football and baseball and sports. It's about, it's about race now. It's about wokeness. It's about liberalism. I hate that word, woke. Where, who started that? I don't know. But that's what I it is. I think you're woke. I'd have slapped him. 
Here's uh, Trevor Adams again, exposing what's going on at ESPN. Yeah, the, uh, there's times where I've had a director basically call me a, a bitch on the headset and that I'm just another white Trump supporter. And uh, if there were more women in this building, things would get done a lot better and quicker. Is he transgender or something? No, he's, he's just a guy. Just a guy. Just a white guy. The evil white guy at ESPN. They called him the bitch. <laughs> I don't think you should. <laughs> Look out. Here comes the bitch down the it's, hall. Oh, no, he's a Trump supporter, and they hate him. That's what's going on at ESPN. So ESPN, NBC Sports, the NFL, all they care about is race and leftist politics now. That's it. So you can watch the NFL. You can watch the Super Bowl on Saturday if you want. Or yeah. May Monday. I mean, well, the problem is it's not going to be until Sunday. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something like that. <laughs> LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of mojo. Mojo Five O. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache. But not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Don't worry. History tells us governments always have your best interests in mind. Wake up with the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Living in America's NFL racist environment. I've always wanted just to watch sports and let it be sports. And I'm pretty sure that the people tuning into sports talk aren't interested in politics, except that's the way everything is today. ESPN, NBC Sports, all about race and politics and, quite frankly, liberalism, because only liberalism gives you this, this view that color of your skin is more important than your talent or your character. There's no conservative out there going, you got to judge people by their skin color, Scott and Richard. There's no, no one's doing that on the, on the right. That's a leftist Marxist view. Divide people by their identity. And that's what the NFL is now doing. When you would think that it didn't matter. All you want is good head coaches. So you've got, now you can't just hire a good head coach. You'll be scrutinized if you hire a head coach that's a white man. Why didn't you look at the black guy? Well, I did. The black guy is not as good as the white guy. Or I would have hired the black guy. Oh, no, that's racist. Well, it is? Oh, I didn't know that. So I guess I better hire the black guy so I don't get accused of being racist. This is where we are today. It's really unbelievable. But shouldn't shock anyone. 
because that's exactly where we are. It's just 2022, by the way. This is in 1967. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. VMI, VMI here in Virginia, Virginia's Military Institute, will change uh, its student honor code to make the system more fair to cadets accused of lying, cheating, stealing, and other transgressions. <laughs> more well, fair. Well, you only stole two cars, so. It's more fair. Let me go ahead and give you a trophy. Guess why they're doing that? Here's why. Black students at VMI were expelled by the honor court at a disproportionately high rate, according to the data from the Washington Post over the last three years. Though black candidates make up about 6% of the student body, they represented about 43% of those expelled for honor code violations, which instantly means the school's racist. Instantly. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. VMI was kicking out these kids who broke the honor code because they were race, because they're racist and the black the kids were black. That's all the conclusion you got to come to. So what you have to do is you have to change the honor code. Get rid of it because you can't you can't kick out black kids. VMI's had an honor code since the day it opened its doors. So now you should get rid of it. Oh, they have to tweak it. Tweak it. Consider changing oh, okay. the policy it. to allow convictions without uh, unanimous verdicts by student juries. Like some cities have tweaked laws about shoplifting. You can steal up to $800 without going to jail. Exactly right. That's exactly it. It's just, it's unbelievable, isn't it? That, but, hey. It is unbelievable. VMI, you can't. This, the, everything is race, you see. Everything. Not because these students were bad or needed to be kicked out or they broke the honor code. It's because VMI is racist. And by the way, there's plenty of people behind this changing that honor code. you got to change it. Dumb them down, you see. Dumb them down. All right. Should be playing the uh, theme to Star Trek instead of Star Wars. Just saying. Coming up, the... Um, <laughs> The uh, rather punch you in the face if you're unvaxxed. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. Mojo50.com. We built this city. Yes, we did. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. Uh huh. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. You got to say it like that. It's the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co host, my friend, and my brother <laughs> sitting to my left. Hi. Sometimes it's far left. Is Richard Lee. <sighs> Glad to have you with us. Hope you're checking us out at mojo50.com. Mojo50.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, take you directly to our page where you'll find Japan has just added a warning to the vaccination. Oh, wait a second, huh? Are there warnings on the vaccination? You'll see that at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. An amazing mom from Loudoun County arguing with the school board about masking. All that at theleebrothers.com. These two things, this Japan adding the warning on, uh, on the COVID vaccination and the masks, these are big issues going on in our country right now incredibly Virginia, but it's interesting that, Richard, you and I find ourselves actually agreeing with Bill Maher from time to time. It's time to do what a growing list of countries have done and announced we're going back to something more like normal. 
beginning with recognizing that what we're doing to kids is unnecessary and horrible, and I don't even like kids. But making kids who have a COVID survivability rate of 99.98% mask up like bandits, unfortunately, the thing that's getting stolen is their education, their sanity, and their right. social skills. A study this week from a professor at Johns Hopkins concluded that the lockdowns we all suffered through had little impact in reducing COVID deaths. Okay, that's kind of a big one to get wrong. <laughs> Last July, President Biden said, you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Well, I already knew that was wrong then, and now we all do. The former director of the CDC, Robert Redfield, believes COVID originated in a lab and... Now, our intelligence agencies agree it might have. But for months on social media, it was banned to even discuss it. But how about just wrong? Wrong a lot. Wrong about HIV, wrong about lockdowns, wrong about kids, wrong about how you couldn't get it if you were vaccinated. Remember washing our packages? And there's never been any research showing that outdoor transmission is likely or common, yet L.A. County says we're still supposed to mask up for big outdoor events like we'll be at the Super Bowl. It's all theater, watching athletes mix it up on the court and then mask on the sideline, not being able to touch a menu, but watching them touch my food. <laughs> Maskless at dinner while sitting but not standing. I, I'm just asking, how much wrong do you get to be while still holding the default setting for people who represent the science? No kidding how much wrong do you get to be on everything it is it's interesting he'll even bill maher starts to see this insanity that is going on the survival rate for kids is 99.98 percent what does it have to be to get rid of masks then we found out this week that stacy abrams who is the governor of georgia in her mind everywhere she goes she goes i'm the governor i i lost Horrible reelection. It was stolen from me. Of course, Trump can't say that, but she can. She can say that all day long. I, the election was stolen from me. I'm really the governor of Georgia. She's a nasty woman. I have no, no use for her. Of course. At all. She shows up at this elementary school and gets a photo op with her without a mask on and all the kids around her with masks on. And I cannot believe... This woman isn't in jail right now. The, the amount of damage that she could have done to these kids, she could have killed them. The whole class. I mean, I, mean, I can't believe we allow a, someone unmasked to be around kids that are masked. This, this is unconscionable that's going on. I, 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 for one, saw the Twitter, and I thought, this can't be right. And surely it wasn't right because Stacey Abrams took it down. She took it off Twitter as soon as everyone saw it. Oh, no, I can't be seen without a mask on. I could be killing kids. Let's just admit something. The truth is quite obvious. Stacy. you know you weren't going to kill kids. You know there was no risk. Everyone knows it, which is why they don't wear masks everywhere except in schools, because there it's political. She apologized, though. Showed up on CNN's out front and said, quote, and then the excitement after I finished speaking because it was so much fun working with those kids, I wanted to kill No. She says, I took a picture, and, and that was a mistake. Protocols matter, and protecting our kids is the most important thing. Anything that can be uh, perceived as undermining that is a mistake, and I apologize, unquote. Why were you even there? 
the idea you could expose these kids to something, anything. I mean, all that matters, right? Protocols matter. Protecting our kids is above everything, the most important thing, Stacey. Why could you even take your mask off for three seconds? Don't you know you could be harming them? Busted. Folly. The picture, she was busted. Completely. And they all are because they're all hypocrites on this. It's all theater and show, even Tim Kaine. Um, I have had COVID and I've been vaccinated and I wear a mask. I wear masks to make other people feel safer. This is exactly where the left is today. Make you feel safer. Just It's, a, it's just folly. It's show. So I want my seven-year-old kid in a mask. Doesn't make me feel safer not at, at all. all. Not at all. Because Go it's Go to the grocery store, five out of 50 people are wearing a mask. So that doesn't make me feel safer at all. All right. And if all 50 had masks on, <laughs> it doesn't make me feel safer at all. It comes down to something very, very simple. If you have a mask on, then why does it matter that someone else doesn't? Aren't you protected by the science of the mask? It turns out. Exactly. It turns out that all Democrats don't disagree with us. The Senate this week passed a bill. Get this. The Senate, run by uh, Democrats, passed a bill to ban mask mandates in school. Great news. The Virginia Senate Conference of, of the NAACP disagrees. The bill passage, uh, which is SB 739, had support of State Senator Chap Peterson, who was a Democrat, who got on board. And he wants to allow parents to opt their children out of wearing a mask in school without an explanation required. The NAACP is livid about this. Here's what they said. By the way, we reached out to the NAACP to see if they'd come on and defend this. Here's what they said. It's disappointing to the Virginia NAACP that Chap Peterson would put forth such an amendment that would knowingly harm the health and safety of children, teaching staff, and staff personnel in schools. 99.98%. His sly tactics will now increase the odds that hundreds of thousands of Virginia children may spread and contract. That is preposterous. He's a sly tactician. Sly That's tactics. who he is. We're going to call him sly from now on. The uh, Jennifer McClellan, who is a state senator, a real leftist one. Children and adolescents who are infected with COVID are more commonly asystematic, and they have a mild to non-systematic symptoms, but they can still spread it. So just keep them to masks with no risk. Make them breathe in their own carbon dioxide. All the, all the garbage that is part of the masking folly. Thank God there's some senators who stood up and said, you know what, let's get rid of the masks. This thing, by the way, will be expedited. It doesn't take effect July 1st. As soon as the House passes it, it goes under emergency release to the governor, who will then sign it, and it'll be implemented immediately across Virginia. And the kids, once again, will be free from masking. It's great news. Democrats are starting to see this as much as anybody. And that's encouraging. That you know, It takes a while. You've got to pound it into their head before they realize kids are suffering. I thought they liked kids. I thought they were a fan of children. I thought that's all that mattered was children. Every one of their little socialist agendas about children until they get to the mask when we must mask them. But remember, these people aren't kind, compassionate, and caring and tolerant. They are the radical left. They would rather punch you in the face if you're not vaccinated. And here's evidence of it. Here is James Carville. You know who he is, right? Uh, 
Another one I can't stand. James Carville was on Politics War Room with Al Hunt. And a listener had questioned why President Biden would not pass a bill that would bar unvaccinated citizens from interstate travel. Here's what James Carville said. What you should do is pass a, a law to make you immune from liability if you punch some ex- unvaccinated person right in the faces, which I'd really like to do. If you ask me when, you know, what's my first reaction to you if you, you, you're not vaccinated and, you, and there's, you don't have any medical reason not to be, you're a piece of shit. Okay? I'll just punch you right in the goddamn face. Wow. That's, that's the way I look at these people. Agreed. And the guys agreed. They should have got up. So tall. Taking the camera. Went out on the street. Are you vaccinated? Yes. How about you? No. Then they meet somebody the size of Schwarzenegger. No, I'm not vaccinated. You want to punch me in the face? Where does that, where does that anger and tolerance come from? Is there anyone on the right that wants to punch the vaccinated in the face? Other than Fauci. I mean, is there anyone, is there, is there anyone like this? I mean, where do you come up with being the most tolerant, self-proclaimed people on the planet and then say something like this, which by the way, is the, one of the most unbelievable confessions I've ever heard from, from a left. I think you're a pile of excrement, not just, you're not even human to me. You're, you're that bad if you don't get a jab in your arm. You could have had COVID and you have more immunity than I am, but it doesn't matter. You didn't do what the government said. You're dead to me. I'd rather you be a pile of crap and punch you in the face. James Carville, you're an evil human being. And by the way, who else on the left thinks this way? Do they all think this way? Is this the way Democrats think? I'm not allowed not to get a medical injection into my body without you hating me, not just hating me, wishing I was dead in a pile of crap and punch me in the face. This is now the politics of America. And it's they think the right is hateful. Listen again to this. What you should do is pass up a law to make you immune from liability if you punch some ex- unvaccinated person right in the faces, which I'd really like to do. If you ask me when, you know, what's my first reaction to you if you you're not vaccinated and, you, and there's, you don't have any medical reason not to be, you're a piece of shit. Okay? I'll just punch you right in the goddamn face. That's, that's the way I look at these people. Agreed. Phenomenal human beings. Unbelievable. Don't you wish they were your neighbors? TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420 bourbonbowl.com 420bourbonbowl.com and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you all the while defunding the police. 
The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee brothers, objecting to the fake promise of a socialist utopia while embracing hard work and rugged individualism. Scott and Richard Lee on Mojo50.com. Bites of dust. One of the stupidest questions I saw from NPR this week I want to share with you. Which skin color emoji should you use? Oh, for the love of God. Are you freaking kidding me? That's where we are today? I have never, not a single time, ever thought about the color of my own skin, let alone the color of my emoji that I'm using. Which, by the way, was another horrible word. You don't like woke? I think, I think the word emoji is horrible. I don't know what else you'd call it, though. I guess it's whatever you may think it is. But Which skin color emoji should you use? A real article from NPR. The answer could be more complex than you think. Choosing a skin tone emoji can open up complex conversations about race and identity for some. For who?! Let me tell you something. If you have time in your life to get caught up in which emoji you're using on your phone or your computer, you have too much time on your hands, and that's the downfall of our country, quite frankly. Idle hands make devils work. Healthy, his name is Health Rosella, and identifies as three-quarters white and one-quarter Filipino. Great, identifies as such. You know, who walks around like that? Who even thinks of themselves as a certain percentage of something? The the thoughts of this is outrageous. When texting, he chooses a yellow emoji instead of a skin tone option because he feels it doesn't represent any specific ethnicity or color. It could mean that he's scared of everything. Could be. That man's yellow. He says this, I present as a very pale, very lighted skin. And if I use a white emoji, I feel like I'm betraying the part of myself that's Filipino. But if I use a dark color emoji, which maybe more closely matches what I see when I look at my whole family, is not what the world sees. And people tend to judge that. <laughs> Are you believing this? People tend to judge everything. Richard, are you concerned about the emojis you use? No. <laughs> I could give a rip. I was using a penguin. The, 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 see, now that you identify as a penguin family. Our family is far from penguins. Some, I remember Uncle Joe walked around like a penguin, though. That was older in life. That was a little bit later. I was at a doctor's office, and they gave me a form to fill out, and they wanted to know what I identified as. That was on the form? Yeah, it was on the form. They didn't ask you what emoji you use? No, they asked what I identified as, and I couldn't think of it. It held me up filling out the form. I finally wrote lizard. <laughs> Good for you. I don't think they like me anymore. Sarah Cole, who's an opera singer in Germany, is concerned about what emoji she uses. I use the brown one that matches me. I have some friends who use the brown ones too, but they're not brown themselves. This confuses me. Good. 
I think she, she's using her brain for something. She's originally she's from California. Spending time being confused. That's good. That's she's, very good. She's originally from California, identifies as a black and an American descendant of slavery. She said that while she was not offended when a brown, non-brown person uses a dark emoji, she would like to understand why. Well, just because you're dark-skinned, black, brown, whatever you want to call it, doesn't mean you descended from slavery. Well, she identifies as that. Let's just be clear. No you one can, knows if you it's can true. pretend you're I mean, anything. Exactly, but that's you my know, point. I mean, she doesn't. That usually know. stops when you're five or six years old. But hey, carry it into adulthood and pretend you're whatever you want to be. But don't go around saying, "Yeah, I descended from slavery." Why? It's how you why because I'm pretending to be. It doesn't matter. There's virtue the in that. Descendant of a slave. There's virtue in that, Richard. That's asinine. Of course, it is. Completely it's crazy. Asinine. What else is crazy? is what went on at the uh, Oxford Union debate this week, a group called Moving Beyond Meat. Moving Beyond Meat. This is a true, real... Moving Beyond Meat. Meat? Meat. Hamburgers, steak, moving beyond that. What's on the other side of hamburgers and steak? It's certainly not good for you. Well, it might be somewhat good for you, but it tastes like cardboard. Here is... um, Here's this woman who argues that eating meat is white supremacist and neo-Nazi. I believe we should move beyond all meat. You know, it's one thing to say that. Good. Move beyond all meat. But somehow these people aren't comfortable with them being the whacked vegetarians. They want you to be. And by the way, they're going to force you by government to not eat meat. That's my problem with these whacked idiots. If these people were just whacked on their own and living in a, in a, in a van down by the river, I wouldn't even care. I'd laugh at them anyway. But now and I'm laughing at them, I'm a little concerned because... A lot of these people are in power, and I like a hamburger. Yeah, I went to I went to Burger King, went through the drive-through. I wanted a Whopper. You know, the Whoppers used to be incredible. I mean, they just had the right amount of sauce and lettuce and tomato and everything. And she asked me if I wanted a new whatever Super Whopper or Amazing Whopper. Well, Mark, what's the name of that new Whopper? incredible whopper and i was like yes that's exactly what i want i was wrong what incredible they gave no i think the thing was made out of grass or all for the love of her it was disgusting this woman would be all in on it by the way wait till you hear what she says about hamburgers i believe we should move beyond all meat the assumption that the best protein comes from corpses is a racist belief. <laughs> Corpse. How do you know the animal? It's a racist belief. Oh, the idea that protein comes from meat, or she said corpses, is racist? Who thinks this way? It's racist. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. Everything's racist. Would have picked you to feed off their corpse. 21st century animal eating requires our complicity in a new colonialism. Colonialism. These events. How does she come up with this stuff? Now it's colonialism. I, I, I got cows out there. I go. I go butcher a cow. It's colonialism. I, I don't know. There's no one else on any other part of the planet eats cows. Is it always colonialism, or is it only certain times? Especially affect girls and young women. Oh, it's misogyny. Your hamburger comes with a dose of misogyny. Popular <laughs> culture. <laughs> you didn't know that, did you, Richard? You're eating a Whopper. You had no idea you were a sexist pig. Breaking my heart. Um, unbelievable. Breaking my heart. It's breaking my heart. It's flooded with references to sexy cows, sexy pigs, sexy chickens, sexy fishes who all just want to have fun. 
Meat eating is also one of the ways gender-based structures of oppression are perpetuated. What? It's like about the Cindy Lauper song, Cows Just Want to Have Fun. I mean, that's, that's, that's nuts. Is that a song by Cindy Lauper? No, it's girl. Oh, girls oh, oh, just sorry, right. not, <laughs> not cows and pigs and horses and such. This woman, this woman is nuts. Sure she is. is flat out nuts. She's you know real. What? She's real. Here's I'm something. not allowed to have protein anymore in my diet for health reasons, and I think I'm going to have a whopper on the way home. Why not? Masculinity, a construct of the gender binary, facing constant destabilization, feels always under threat. And eating animals is its protection racket. White supremacists weapon, weaponized it, eating meat, eggs, and dairy. And the baiting of liberal men as so-called soy boys are all part of the neo-Nazi <laughs> messaging. They are. To say you care about animals is considered a sign of weakness in a world still committed to the gender binary. Meat eaters like anti-abortionists have forgotten that one quality of non-existence is not having awareness about existence. When all else fails, meat eaters assert that animals are not our equals. I heard all your laughter. I know some of these must be new ideas or you think no. they're fringe or whatever. They're dumb. Our whiteness is part of the problem of meat eating. She no. says by eating grass and such i mean soy burgers we're being we're protecting people from what eating people i mean it doesn't oh, make she any, said so much in there it's just what she's saying doesn't make any sense at <laughs> really? all i'm concerned about animals i want them big and healthy and strong because i want my cheeseburger big and healthy and strong you know what i'm saying couldn't have been said better the leebrothers.com the leebrothers.com High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Scott and Richard Lee, using the men's room their entire lives. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. If you believe in God, that is. I don't know. I don't know, man. I think this whacked woman thinks that hamburger is somehow misogynistic and sexist. Just a hamburger. It's unbelievable. She's Actually, a, she is a nut. Well, she has friends. The friends are in government. 
A judge restored federal protections for the gray wolves across much of the U.S. on Thursday after they removed the waning days of the Trump administration. Trump wanted to kill all the wolves, and a judge came in and said, no, we're going to reestablish it. How could a judge reestablish something the legislature or executive does? How does it do that? You can't just reestablish something. The only thing you do is judge the law, isn't it? He's got the power. I would, you know, I don't want the wolves gone. Good. State level. Do what you, just the federal government's going to whoop in and say, by the way, there was a reason why Trump reinstated it. Why? Well, because the wolves were overrunning certain parts of those areas and Trump, and, and he was asked to by the, the jurisdictions to do so. And by the way, since when? Since when has that become news <laughs> or, or a big deal or a big news. deal? Exactly. Wolves right. are beautiful. Animals. They're so incredibly. They're a dog, essentially. All right. Coming up, Richmond mayor announces a gun <laughs> buyback problem, uh, buyback program, which is stupid. And we can't wait to shred it. And the General Assembly. So many bills. That's next. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. You have tuned in to the Lee Brothers radio program. Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Richmond mayor announces a gun buyback program. It's going to be a failure. Don't confuse him with facts. The Declaration of Rights for the moon. Yeah, that thing in the sky. Yeah, the moon. Very necessary. Very necessary. <laughs> and Tim Tebow passes the house. That's a bill, by the way. And an opt-in Voter ID law? That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. As the founders intended and the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. Let's have some fun today. This uh, this moon story is very important to the people of Earth. <laughs> people of Earth. All right, so... Um, Mark Warner talked about the truck uh, thing in, in Canada. I can't wait to share that with you. Now, he's completely silent on the summer of love during all those protests, but he's really upset with these truckers. He's, he's, uh, he's going to find out what's going on with that uh, real, real quick. The private market, it just doesn't work. Yeah. He should uh, go up there and teach him how to make a tuna we, melt. Yeah, tuna melt, Mark Disgusting Warner. Disgusting sandwich. Also coming up... Um, we are going to have the Family Foundation's president, Victoria Cobbs, going to join us here, I think, in about uh, 10 minutes or so. Give us an update on uh, parental rights and other things. Uh, as you know, the General Assembly is in session here in Virginia. And for those who don't know, it's a part-time legislature. And when they're here, it's kind of scary because they put like 3,000 laws in and brand-new bills, and they don't repeal 3,000. They don't repeal 6,000 for every for, for 3,000. You know, if you're going to add A lot three, of them just pass. Yeah, they, you all, just they, they just pass, pass the bill to get to the next bill. So let me, can we just give you some insight into why Richard and I are so animated about the General Assembly when they're in town? Let me just give you one example. This is a perfect example. So a gambling company here in Virginia ran an ad with the slogan, Virginia is for betters. You know, bet, when you bet, betters. 
And now, with the new law proposed by a state senator, they could be fined $50,000 because it interferes with the slogan, Virginia's for lovers. And this state senator was driving on his way to the General Assembly building, heard the ad, and, quote, frankly, it annoyed me, unquote. So he proposed, this is unbelievable to me. Now, imagine your kind of power. You're going to work, you hear something on radio you don't like, but you have the power to go into the General Assembly building, write a law, implement it, and get rid of your annoyance. These are kings and queens, you see. They look, they look over and they think, I don't like that, I'm annoyed by it. I can fix that. <laughs> it's, just, it's outrageous. So guess what? Guess what he did? He went out and fixed it. He proposed a bill that would say you can't have a phrase that says Virginia is for lovers. Uh, that's close to it, by the way. You can't really mock it. It's a trademark protection. His, by the way, the lawyers told Tommy Norman, by the way, who did this as a Republican, just so you know. It's not like he's some whack Democrat. He's driving in as a, he's a whack Republican, for that matter. It uh, doesn't matter. He comes in, doesn't like it. He's offended. I'm going to go uh, put a bill out there that says uh, you can't have uh, a slogan that is close to this. It passed the Senate. Now, there are... Go, go figure. There are, <laughs> there, there are 40... Listen to this. There are 40 senators in Virginia. This bill passed 40 to nothing. <laughs> we can't they, even agree. They definitely are on the same wavelength when it comes to that. But Tommy Norman's a pretty good guy. I mean, he's a Republican, and he is a pretty good guy. He's an... Nice guy. Here's what he said. Uh, he was told by the lawyers that there's a trademark protection already against for the state's slogan. He said, quote, I'd rather it was out there blatantly rather than requiring people to go and look at the federal code and the trademark and patent registration. Really? This is what kept you up at night, Tommy Norman? You're a little annoyed by that? The Virginia Tourism Corporation has registered Virginia's for lovers, Virginia's for wine lovers, Virginia's for craft beer lovers, and Virginia's for film lovers. And there's quite a few others. Similar trademarks are are Virginia's for hustlers, Virginia's for grubbers, Virginia's for ballers, (laughs) and Virginia's for stoners. And in some areas, Virginia is for liberal pukes. True. Northern Virginia. You know what's interesting about this entirely is I can't stand the slogan anyway. I wish we'd get rid of it. I can't stand Virginia's for lovers. We we have an incredible history. Stand anything with the word love in it. You're a weird well, guy. That's not true. Why do you come up guy. with that? Why do you attack me personally? What's that? Ad hominem. Ad hominem attack. It's fun. No, but that's simply. We'll argue it later. We just we just got a note from someone on our uh, posted and said, "That's my senator." <laughs> Tommy Norman's a good guy. Um. He is a well, good well, guy. Okay, I'm sure he's a good guy. He's just he's wrong on this. Can he not be okay. wrong on this? He can be wrong on this, in your opinion, but he's a good guy. Uh, my opinion. You don't think he's wrong on this? Come on, talk to me. No, I think Tommy's you, you, a great guy. You think there's nothing wrong anything with Anything Tommy wants to do is perfect. Nothing wrong with it. There's no bill that you have met that you don't like. How about this one? Voter ID. Now, listen to this. This is really interesting. The first thing the Democrats did when they owned the General Assembly is they, they removed the voter ID requirement. The House of Delegates this week passed a House Bill 544, doesn't really matter, allowing voters to secure their own ballot 
with an opt-in photo ID. Under this legislation, voters will be able to tell registrars that their ballot is to be given only to someone who shows their photo ID. In other words, when you walk in and you ask for the ID, or you, you tell them who you are, the registrar will flag it to say, I need to see your ID. It's a brilliant idea, actually. Not bad at all. But what's interesting about it is that doesn't really stop the other fraud. It only stops your ballot from being cast without you there. But there's other fraudulent people voting. Voter and ID. They don't have to show their ID. It's an opt-in. It's an opt-in. That's ridiculous. It's an, it's an opt-in policy. You can opt-in to the voter ID. And uh, this passed, barely, 52 to 48. There were 48 Democrats who said, I don't even want that person to opt in their own name to vote. Who? I mean, it's bad enough to say, I don't want anyone to show her ID. It's, it's, now it's even, there's 48 people who said, you can't even verify yourself, Richard. If you're going to go vote, I don't even want you to verify yourself voting. <laughs> it's like, what? How could you be against that? How come they didn't pass out of the House by 100? We just passed out of the Senate. Everybody voted to protect the slogan of Virginia. But there are Democrats who don't want you to protect your own voting rights. So they don't even well, let you opt your own in. voting rights. It's the ability to vote, vote multiple times all around the state. Exactly. I mean, isn't that the most unbelievable thing you've ever seen? Mm-hmm. I mean, opt in. The, the Republicans said, look, okay, you Democrats, you know you don't want to force everyone to show an ID. But there are people who are worried about their own protection, that their own ballot is being used. Can you just grant them the ability to get show an ID? No, I can't do that. <laughs> it is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> unbelievable. Why not? We're I want to talk to... Never going to stop voter fraud without you know requesting an id ID. that makes total sense by the way it's an 86 percent of americans believe in id you can go to dmv and get an id if you don't drive it's just so funny the opt-in i have we we pass an opt-in voter id bill in virginia barely 48 percent or 48 of the of the general assembly members in the house there's only 100 which means 52 voted for it 48, all Democrats voted against it. No, I don't want that opt-in thing. That seems insane. Yeah, if we had that uh, back during the presidential election, uh, Trump would still be in the White House, probably. By the way, we just got a note from Kerry Mann saying Tommy Norman is responsible for the tourist tax. So there's two things he's done that are stupid. So Hi, Kerry. Just want to just tell yeah, you. Yeah, but Tommy does, hasn't done everything wrong. Well, no one does everything wrong. I mean, really? no one does everything really? wrong. I'm supposed if Reagan was governor of Virginia, he'd say, Tommy Norman's with me 80% of the time. He's my friend. But the 20%, he votes stupid. You could say that. Okay, fine. Tommy, stop voting stupid. <laughs> and Scott, we'll discuss it, this uh, nobody does anything wrong yes, thing after the show. Okay, fair enough. All right, coming up, the president <laughs> of the Family Foundation, Victoria Cobb. That is 63 and a half seconds. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo 5 
Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Identifying as lizard men from outer space, but only two days a week. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Johnny be good, as you would be. It's more like Scotty be good. <laughs> All right. Um, so the General Assembly did uh, some funny things. We just talked about them. And they also are doing some, uh, I guess, some good things. They're exciting things are coming out of this General Assembly for the cause of parents and families. And the tracker of that, the official tracker of those things, and I, I follow them on their blog and familyfoundation.I think it's ORG. It's tapped into my browser automatically, is the Family Foundation. The president is Victoria Cobb. She joins us right now. Hey, Victoria. Hi, Victoria. Hey. Thanks for having me. And, yeah, we do track a lot of this stuff, and it moves fast. <laughs> thanks well, it, for joining it, us. Yeah, thank you. It is, it is good stuff. I, the first thing I wanted you to, to mention is – What's going on in our school system and how that's changed with this General Assembly, with this governor, and then lead into the Tebow bill that passed for the first time in five years or something strange? Yeah, parents made a big statement in the election and were super thankful. Well, the statement started in the school boards, right? They made a lot of statements in school boards across Virginia. Then they actually followed it up with voting for a governor that would give them some rights. And now we actually see there's bills moving forward on that front. So, yeah, it was a big week for parental rights. Um, Two bills in particular. The first one is a bill that is the direct reflection of uh, folks that paid attention to the gubernatorial debate where Terry McAuliffe said he didn't need parents, had no use for them, didn't want their opinions. In that debate, they were talking about a bill we we had previously gotten to the governor's desk when he was governor. And it is now moving through the process again. And so what that is, is it simply says that if a piece of curriculum is going to be given to a kid, assigned to a kid, and it is sexually explicit in some manner, it ought to, you know, they have to notify the parent and the parent can pick an alternate curriculum. This is not book banning and all the ridiculousness we're hearing from the liberals. That's not what it is. Um, But it is parents being the driver of when their children get exposed to certain things. And that bill actually passed the Senate, which is a big deal in our current Senate environment. I thought, I so thought, Victoria, I thought there was already something codified that gave parents the right to opt out. Was that was there not already that existing? You can opt out of what they call family life education, the official sex ed curriculum, but you can't opt out of the terrible 
inappropriate book some dim <laughs> English teacher thinks is somehow okay for your kid. You can't, you know, somebody that's not using their brain, maybe doesn't have a kid, doesn't understand that they shouldn't be exposed to these things. You can't opt out of that stuff right now. So that's what this is getting at. Got it. Super. I, you know, Richard and I have talked about this Tebow bill forever and how it always failed. Every General Assembly session it failed. We always were confused by people that voted against it. This one passed the House 50 to 49. So 49 people hated it. Fifth, and we barely won by one, but like your article said in, the, in your blog, uh, winning by a small margin is still winning. Yeah, we'll take the win. It's a crazy nail-biting issue. I don't. I still, to this day, don't understand how we are so behind on some of these issues. You know, 30 states have this. It's named a Tim Tebow bill because, of course, Tim Tebow was sure. a homeschool student that could play in his public high school team. And all it says is that you can try out. This is not, you know, guaranteeing seats. This is not anything like that. But yet it has been just, as you said, year after year after year, so we're thrilled it made progress. It did require uh, Democrats come on board, uh, even in the House, because we lost two Republicans. It's a little mind-boggling. You said it's a little, you know, you were saying the same thing. You, I mean, one example, Delegate Carrie Corner, uh, you know, we look at her district, and it's the second largest homeschooling population in Virginia, and she voted against it. So I don't get that. I can't figure out how we lose people who should be on board with such a, a concept. And, you know, when it's in 30 states, you know it's working. It's not causing huge problems. It's actually, you know, quite effective. So this is, yeah. Well, it comes, from, when it comes from an absolute disgust for someone who would homeschool. That's where it comes from. I'm going there. What are they doing staying at home? That doesn't seem fair. Therefore, they can't probably, I'm taking my, my game and going uh, home. You would not believe the debates on this over the years in committees. And literally, it's like, well, you know, these kids are just sitting home eating potato chips and they're going to show up on our, oh you know, on our sports team. They don't have to meet any of the standards. And then, you you know, there were years where we actually said, look, what standards do you want them to meet? And, you know, it'd be like drug testing. OK, fine. You know, and there would be a whole huge list of hurdles. And we'd finally say, fine, fine, fine. And then the last one they wanted to meet enrollment in public school. Well, that's pretty hard to me when you're a homeschool student. It was crazy. So that's that's the level of crazy around the bill. And it just goes to show you the BEA and the, you know, the unions, they just continue to want total domination over all children in Virginia. And they don't want to see kids make alternate choices. And they know, they do know there are kids sitting in public school today who would prefer to be homeschooled, but want the, you know, want the, the sports experience for whatever reason, maybe for scholarship reasons. If they, if this existed everywhere, this 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 Virginia policy currently without the Tebow bill, there wouldn't be a Tim Tebow. I mean, that's why we call it the Tebow. Yeah, bill. This is the I mean, thing. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. This is the thing that there are great athletes that have come out of that, and that, you know, I, I just think of I know one situation of a public high school coach who desperately wants my friend's child on their baseball team. Well, guess what? The kid's homeschooled. She doesn't want to turn him over to the public school so he can play baseball. I bet anything that coach would be a okay with the Tebow bill because he'd get his kid, and that he's been you know trying to recruit out of homeschooling. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you don't expose them, expose the public kids to a homeschool kid. That's dangerous. Good thing to stop it. (laughs) Yes. Now, there are some homeschool parents who are going to say, no, thanks, I'm still not interested. And that's fine. They won't have to take advantage, you know. It's not a forced thing. It's just opening up options, which is really what all the educational choice bills are about. I mean, this is, you know, one small piece of a much bigger picture of saying, look, you know, we're, we're paying tax dollars. Why can't our dollars more closely follow a choice that we would make about education so you know we have a lot of bills in around this this year they're not faring very well and so it's really frustrating we watch 
um, you know, really wide ESA bills, these are education savings account, really that idea that your money follows the child. Those, yes. you know, the really broad, the broad ones are not, are not going very far. You know, the governor uh, campaigned on charter schools. We're still desperately trying to make charter school changes. That's been a, I thought it was a two decade fight. I realized it's longer than that when I found a bill from like 1995 and I went, Oh my goodness, we've been at this for forever. Um, You know, and Virginia still has like, I don't know, seven charter schools because our law is so bad. And so, you know, we're still, everybody's still pushing on this. And I, I really think if somebody can be successful, it might be governor Youngkin, but it's, but it's, you know, it's getting that legislature to understand that there need to be these, these options. Um, We're making minor changes this year. I mean, I think we might, you know, be able to, for example, there's a bill going through that opens up the tuition tax credit scholarship program to kids that are being bullied, the kids that have a bad experience that's really notable in public schools. So we're kind of widening a little bit who's got access. Um, there's an ESA bill that is still alive moving that kind of says educational savings accounts might be able to go with kids with disabilities. So we're kind of like taking narrow pieces and maybe making some improvements, but it's, uh, it's yeah. a big battle we- to just Right. Simply get the VEA to get their hands off our kids. We just, it's just unbelievable. Richard and I have been so passionate about this for years, that how you could tell a kid that they're stuck in a school and just get used to it and love it. I mean, you don't have any options. Sorry, dude. It sucks too bad. You have to live with it. I love, Nick Freitas says it so well, Delegate Freitas. He says, you know, we don't hand people, you know, we hand them food stamps. We don't say go to this government grocery store that is right. around the corner from you. And that's the only one you can go to to get your government food. But we do that in education. Go to this one building and that's your option. Insane it, it, we don't do it any other time. It's, it's, it's sad. No, and no. it's our kids that is actually at, at stake here. And, yeah, they don't you know, care. Well, the truth is they watching don't. the education yeah. The truth is they don't care about kids. They don't care about kids. They really do not. They care about the education uh, bureaucracy than they do with the kids. That's obvious. Hey, Absolutely. Me, and uh, we'll have to, we have to mention the masking bill because, of course, that's the hottest thing. You know, they, they did pass a bill to give parents, um, you know, some school boards the right to, you know, exempt these, get these kids off out of the mask. So that was a big deal this week also. Well, I think the one coming up that I want to get you to comment on is this one that you can go to church in a, during a state of emergency. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like, what? We have to have this? But yes. During a declaration of emergency by the governor, you can still go to church. We actually have a bill coming in front of the House again. I, I, I'm so glad the General Assembly has caught up with the U.S. Constitution, that we have a First Amendment <laughs> right. It's the right to exercise our religion. I'm really glad that they picked up on that. Because clearly, I mean, Governor Northam clearly didn't. Um, he didn't really understand that, hadn't maybe ever picked up the document, um, because we ended up with the pandemic shutting down churches. And so that's, yeah, it's um, it's a new delegate. Delegate Ren Williams is bringing this bill, House Bill 775, and it it states the obvious, but it's not obvious because we did have churches shut down. And so now we have to pass a law. Um, it actually, it's, it's path through committee was completely split down party lines, meaning every Democrat on that committee voted to shut down churches. Nine of them. Uh, you know, we can keep, yeah, we can keep the ABC stores open. We can keep, you know, I mean, you name it, <laughs> but people couldn't <laughs> dare go to church. It's crazy. It's wow. scary. Victoria, it's scary. It's, it is unbelievable, and I'm so glad to hear your passion about this and what you guys are doing. How do people find out more about the Family Foundation? Yeah, they definitely got to get on our website, familyfoundation.org, get signed up for emails, because, you know, this stuff moves so fast. To be able to kind of keep up, you got to have sort of those daily uh, notifications. Yep, that's perfect. Thank you for joining us. Know you're busy. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. You bet. That's Victoria Cobb. She's the president. Of the Family Foundation. And a truly <laughs> great American. Isn't that perfect? All right. Uh, more Dead Ahead in 60 half, 68 and a half seconds. The Lee Brothers.com. The Lee Brothers.com. 
Life, liberty, and the pursuit of Mojo. Mojo Five O. You take a lot of medications and pills. Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Don't worry. History tells us governments always have your best interests in mind. Wake up with the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. So, you know, China has a uh, social credit score, if you have not heard of this. This is actually frightening. China's got a social credit system that ranks you as a citizen, and if you rank appropriately, then you can participate in the culture. And probably keep, get to keep, keep on living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the other benefit. If you step out of the party line, you're rewarded. If you step over the line, you'll be punished. This is a Communist Party social uh, credit score. It turns out that we have one here in America. It's called the ESG. If you haven't heard about this, we've been, you know, everyone's been talking about it for a, over a year now. The ESG stands for, it's an acronym that stands for Environmental, Societal, and Governance. And it turns out if you have a bank account, there's chances are your bank has assigned you an ESG score somewhere in your account, which means they have tracked you, looked at you, looked how you, what you're spending your money on, and they've come to the conclusion that you either are a good little citizen or a bad one. It turns out you voted for Republican, you bought guns last week, and you like alcohol. Uh, your ESG score is low. Therefore, uh, I can't really give you this loan at this interest rate. It's going to be a whole lot higher. Uh, I hate to tell you that. I know it's bad. But I'm sorry, you're just not the best little citizen you could be. And uh, so welcome to the communist China realm. The best way to fight this is talk to your bank, find out what is they're doing locally, get away from the city banks and the Americans and these big other uh, banks that are out there because they're the ones doing this ESG. And don't worry, you got to comply. They'll force you. Oh, you didn't get a vaccination? <laughs> what a crappy deal. You wanted a house loan? Yeah. Didn't qualify. What a world. Cute little peasant. You just keep trying. We're fighting government and big business. The unholy alliance. Coming up. Richmond, the mayor of uh, Richmond, gun buyback system. That's next.
Radio550.com. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. Yes, we did. <laughs> Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother, sitting to my left. Sometimes it's far left. Is Richard Lee. Hey, check us out, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. You want to do that because when you do, you're going to have some great videos there. One is Japan is adding a warning to the vaccine. A warning. I wonder if they'd have done that in the beginning, how it would have helped people. Anyway, um... Amazing mom in Loudoun County arguing against the masks. It's actually a phenomenal video. You'll see the passion of a mother that is across the country. Explains a lot why the Democrats are going, you know what? We got to get rid of this mask. We're going to lose. She'll probably get run out of Loudoun County. It's terrible, but this unbelievable video, theleebrothers.com. And the Olympics. Kind of funny. This is uh, how uh, Monty Python would do the Olympics. All at theleebrothers.com. Theleebrothers.com. When crime runs rampant and it has uh richmond just ended one of its worst um years since i think 2004 or something craziness we have 90 homicides on record and it was 2004 beat it it was the uh it's one of the worst in a long long time so politicians which by the way all the cities that have crime run crazy are run by democrats democrats just saying i mean you guys want to change something how about electing new people um, but this mayor, been there six years. He's been there a while. I didn't realize that, by the way. Uh, Richmond Mayor Stoney. Yeah, Stoney's been around a long time. He has. Uh, he's got an idea. He's going to fix the crime. Now, you and I, Richard, if we were in charge, not long for that day, by the way. I just want to be in charge for an hour, maybe two. Be in charge for three days. Th- three days, max, because then we couldn't take it. But give us three days. Uh, two black Sharpies, the budget, and um, and some policy ability for us to make some changes. And Richmond would look radically different in just three days. I mean, the mayor's been there six years. It's the exact same. In fact, it's got worse. I mean, 90 homicides last year? Richmond's not that big. That's the Chicago numbers. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, he came out supporting Black Lives Matter. Big. So they attacked him at his house. <laughs> <laughs> Appeasing the bad guys will get you nowhere. Instead of enforcing the law, prosecuting criminals, uh, and hunting down the bad guys, Richmond Mayor Stoney is going to make uh, the gun the problem. So he took $500,000 from the COVID relief fund. Listen to this. This is where he got the money. The federal government sends him COVID relief money. He takes 500000 of that, and he's going to do a gun buyback program. Look, this will create incentives for... What was that? It's only a half a million this dollars. Will create- right, exactly. That's all it is. Now, he tries to argue that this is the way to save all those lives and prevent crime. This will create incentives for folks to turn in operational firearms, reducing the likelihood of them being used in violent crime. Really? You really believe that? So listen up, criminals. <laughs> exactly. They want your guns. Listen up. So what it means is if you're a law-abiding citizen and you want some money and you have a firearm to protect yourself, you might take it down there, drop it off, get some money. You could cross sell it at a pawn shop or sell it in a lot of places. But the mayor thinks this is going to solve 
crime issues. He's just insane. The bad guys were sitting around going, you know what? I was gonna do. It. I was gonna go out and shoot somebody this weekend, but I saw that I can get some money for my for my gun. So I'll go turn it in, get some money, and then the other gun that I have, I'll use that one this week. I mean, it's not gonna do anything. Exactly. It's, it's preposterous. And, uh, since the his run in with Black Lives Matter, you haven't heard a lot out of him, have you? We haven't. Where does it come from to think that the guns are the problem? I mean, seriously, this is what the left does. Chicago, you can't get within 10 feet of a firearm without going to jail somehow, yet people are shooting each other all the time. Why doesn't the mayor just come out and say, I ban all guns? How about that? Why doesn't he say, I'll get rid of all the guns in Richmond? won't have any shootings. Why don't you just do that? You mean to tell me you got to have a buyback program to get someone to come in and turn in their guns and a half a million dollars worth? Now, see... How much are you going to pay people for the guns? Because I might come see you. <laughs> right. I'll go buy guns one place, bring them to you, and get more money. It could well, become a racket. You know what you could do? The mayor could say, if I find you as a criminal using a gun, we are going to prosecute you and throw away the key. You're, you're in a whole lot of fault. In fact, you could come out and say, if you shoot a police officer... You're gonna you you're getting put down like a dog. The state a needle in your butt, bye bye. I mean they're gonna So you know the Democrats got rid of the death penalty, right? In, right in Virginia. Last week the Democrats on a Senate Judiciary Committee were proposed a bill. They opposed it. The bill simply stated if you kill a police officer, you will get the death penalty. The Democrats voted against it. The Democrats on the state Senate uh, Judiciary Committee stopped legislation that would reinstate the death penalty for defendants convicted of killing police officers in Virginia. Mayor in Richmond, you want to stop crime? How about supporting this? On a 9-6 to party-line vote, nine Democrats said, oh, we don't like that idea. We think you should be able to kill a police officer and get away with it. It's not going to be a deterrent until they put to death maybe... Four or five dirt bags. Well, it's also doesn't have to be a deterrent. It has to be the correct punishment. Right. In this case, I, I is, completely agree. It's the correct punishment. Whether it deters it or not, it's the right one. And it will deter. You're right. Once you do it significantly and purposely, it will be a deterrent. The Democrats have made a statement about prosecuting crime, not just in Virginia, not in the Senate, across the country. It's blatantly obvious there is a party who wants law and order, and there's one who likes chaos. You're exactly right. Exactly right. The state Senate bill would have uh, reinstated the capital punishment on the option for anyone convicted of a willful, deliberate, and premeditated killing of a law enforcement officer. This makes total sense. Why couldn't they reinstate that for that? Scott, If, if they assault a police officer, what's wrong with... 30 years with no chance of parole. Well, that will never happen either because you go to Northam and McAuliffe, just wipe away the parole. This is why you can't get rid of the death penalty, in my opinion. And you want, you, you get a lectured by the mayor of Richmond when this stuff's happening. It's quite obvious what's going on here. You've got a party who does not want to enforce the law. And this is at the national level, too. For example, the DOJ, Department of Justice, Biden's, has lessened the sentence of one of the Black Lives Matter 
terrorists. His name Montel Terrell Lee. I hate his last name. Lee broke into a pawn shop during the Black Lives Matter riots in Minneapolis, set fire to the building, destroyed the business. They have him on video pouring gasoline all over and saying, F this place. We're going to burn this B down. He also was captured on video raising his fist at the camera and discussing other places they could hit next. It turns out that he burned the place down with Oscar Stewart inside, who happened to be the owner. He had five children. He was killed. So Lee pled guilty on one count of arson. The guidelines to suggest violence of this such would be 20 years in prison. Now, Lee had a background. He was convicted of burglary, assault, violation of non-contact order, theft of property, assaulting a woman, and rupture in the eardrum. He served less than 60 days for all those. That's unbelievable. Yet the that D- is unbelievable. So the DOJ stepped in and said, you can't give this guy 20 years for this. You can only give him 12. Then the judge in the case recommended a sentence that was only 10 years with three years of supervised release. This is what's going on in our country. No, no, Mayor of Richmond, it's not the guns. Your buyback system sucks. It won't work. We have bigger issues. It's called the DOJ, Department of Justice, with Joe Biden and leftist Democrats and those who will not reinstate the death penalty for killing police officer here in Richmond. They're all Democrats, including you, Mayor Richmond. This is... What is it's wrong? Today? It it's, is sad. This is sad in this country. What happened? Instead, we have all the focus on guns. Senator Eben is from Fairfax County, sent his email to constituents saying ghost guns are undetectable, untraceable firearms, which can be brought online and assembled with ease. He's trying to scare people that guns are the problem. It turns out they're not undetectable. They certainly are detectable. They and every other firearm, you can detect them. Uh, because they don't have a serial number on them, it's usually after the crime anyway, so it doesn't really matter. We don't have gun registry in this country. That's how the Democrats think. Fairfax County has a gun-free zone. They're extending the gun-free zone, not just to schools, but every other municipal building in Fairfax County. You cannot carry a firearm because we know gun-free zones work. Gun-free zone. The, The bad guy puts his gun down when he sees that sign. Yeah, he he can't wait to put it down. We have a problem in this country. It's not the guns. We have twice as many guns as we have people in the United States of America. The problem is leftist Democrats who have no desire to enforce the law. Unbelievable. <laughs> I know, right? All right, Mark, let's have I'm some just, fun. I'm just floored with, uh, with all this crap. I know. Going it, on in this country. It, it's it's just awful. You want to have some fun? Yeah. Mark, Mark Warner in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. <laughs> With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. 
Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers, objecting to the fake promise of a socialist utopia while embracing hard work and rugged individualism. Scott and Richard Lee on Mojo50.com. Crank it up. This should be the song for criminals. <laughs> it really should. Think about it. Oh, another one bites the dust. This another one's gone, and the other one's gone. Another one bites the dust. So, you know, in reality, we we ought not be coddling any of these people. These guys are criminals, dirtbags. The guy we just read the story about, that guy has been a dirtbag his entire life. Yeah. And they end up killing someone in an arson because the media perpetuated that Black Lives Matter was a peaceful protest. That meant burn things down. Um, it's, it's just horrible. Speaking of those protests that went on in uh, Black Lives Matter, the summer of love, do you, hear, do you remember Mark Warner trashing those protesters? No, I don't remember that either. I don't remember Mark Warner even mentioning how bad it is that these people... I remember Mark Warner actually saying they have a right to protest. I remember him saying that. And I'm pretty sure he made statements in favor of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes, he did. And I remember him saying, meat and fish, meat and fish. <laughs> that's, a, that's so true. Well, he does that in a very special way. Remember, this is very important stuff. Fresh fruits and vegetables, uh, uh, meat and fish. <laughs> Then there's something about baseball, too. Right? Uh, is, um, is minor league baseball. Yeah, we haven't funded that. That's what he was talking about, funding that, minor league baseball. But Mark Warner never talked about the Black Lives Matter movement in the sense that it was destructive and killed people and were criminals and dirtbags. Except now he's pretty upset. He's outraged, in fact. we got truckers in Canada who don't like forced vaccinations and masks and those type of things. So, And they're, by the way, they're not burning anything down either. They haven't burned anything, they haven't killed anyone, they haven't broken anyone, they haven't thrown a rock at a police officer, nothing, but Mark Warner's mad. One, I think it's outrageous <laughs> what those truckers are doing in Canada, uh, basically further screwing up the supply chain by blocking the bridge, and uh, one of the most important bridges between Canada and Michigan. Um, it's where nurses from Canada come in who work in Detroit. It's where a lot of the auto products... Where was he when he was talking about families owning businesses in Detroit or wherever it was? Where was he going? These people just want to make a living. Where were you, Mark Warner? And by the way, I'm 100% with you on one simple thing. They shouldn't block traffic because there are people trying to do things. But that's... But, but where were you? Don't, don't try to hold the high ground now like you're some kind of moral arbiter of what's happening. When I you, wonder in fact, if this quiet. guy, if he goes to people and says, okay, where should I stand on this? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just wondering, yeah. I'm not quite yeah, sure. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know what to do. Someone asked me a question. I didn't know what to say. Back and forth uh, over, frankly, a, um, a mask mandate challenge in Canada. Uh, this has gone beyond 
um, a protest. It really is going to hurting people's lives. Where uh, were you? Driving up inflationary costs. And what a dirtbag. I hope the Canadian government will move more aggressively to... Why didn't you say these things during the riot? Why didn't you say the wish the government would shut them down? You were such a hypocrite. I, to hear all that, it's almost as if he's talking about the riots of the summer. Listen to that. Hurting people's lives. Yes, uh, they were. Driving up inflationary costs. They were. And I hope the Canadian government will move more aggressively to restore rule of law. At some point, you've got a right to protest, but I'm not sure that right to protest includes uh, the level of either shutting down the city of Ottawa, their oh Canadian capital, or shutting this? down activity. That'd be better uh, to burn it down. Important, uh, transnational bridge between two of the biggest trading partners in the world, Canada and the U.S. Unbelievable. You know, Warner... That's disgusting. Warner... What's going on in Canada is peaceful. It's peaceful. What went on in the United States, sickening. You know, if you were one of the persons that believed it should have happened that way, you're sick. You're twisted, and you should be in an institution. (laughs) You know, Mark Warner, as far as what went on in the United States, the Democrats do not want to pass up anything. Opportunity to make the most of it politically. Yeah, Yeah, exactly right. People were being shot. Killed, businesses burnt to the ground, cities were on fire. Did you hear him say that he was, was okay? Yeah. Did you ever hear Mark Warner come out and go, "I'm, it's, I'm outraged"? No, no, never. But he's outraged about this. He doesn't know a peaceful. He doesn't have any idea what he's talking about. This is what drives me crazy about the left. They're, they're such hypocrites on the thing. They should have been out there the whole time saying, "Arrest these people," during the, during the riots of the Black Lives Matter instead of endorsing it like they all did. Yeah, he's sitting at home with his family. They all come home. He says, hey, cities are burning tonight, so let's celebrate by having tuna melts. <laughs> so it meat turns fish, out meat fish. It turns out these people have rights. These people can protest. It's a peaceful thing to do rights. It also turns out that the moon has rights. I did not know this. Today is an anniversary of the Declaration of Rights for the moon. The moon. The, I don't know who these people are, but they actually wrote a full Declaration of Rights for this thing in the sky that gives light at night. I think these people are, for lack of a better term, they're woke. But enlightened would be a lot better. Because the moon, the moon was brought here. It was flown here (laughs) by aliens. You're losing it. The moon, the moon, as it circles, we never see but one side of the moon because it's dark. The orbit is perfect. Mm-hmm. Fit, the one side faces Earth around, mm-hmm. all the way around. So it's a big it's Death Star is what you're every saying. Every time. Man, they've seen so many aliens around the moon, you wouldn't believe it. If NASA told NASA told the truth, they'd tell you. That thing is a spacecraft. It's a huge alien spacecraft. It was so you think the moon here. has rights? Is that what you're telling me here? Or you don't think it it's... Was, you think well, it's well a- I think they're just trying to hold off the aliens from attacking you know, not the moon has rights, but the people who live on the moon have rights. That's not what this they're says. short. They got big black no, eyes. No. They, that's not what they're saying here. You know, if you peel Actually, that black thing off, their eyes are just like ours, but big, but bigger. Yeah, so this declaration, bigger. this declaration of rights on the moon says, "We, the people of Earth, are consciously that wealthy nations and corporations are developed technology that may make it possible to return to, live on, and mine, and otherwise alter the moon. Therefore, we declare that 
the moon possesses fundamental rights. This is this is as laughable as the moon bat hamburger woman we've talked about in the first hour. This these people are ridiculous. I bet they're the same ones who are all about abortion and all the rest of it, but also the moon they have the moon has rights, not not a baby in the womb. You can learn a lot about the moon on YouTube. Yeah, because all that's true. Yeah, yeah, it's all real. Everything on sure. YouTube is real. They 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 say it is. Otherwise, they would flag it as misinformation. That's what YouTube does. They exactly. guarantee that everything on YouTube is a hundred percent accurate. That's right. I mean, that's what they say. That's why they banned us for six months or four months. I think I think we were off for four months. I don't. I'll give them credit. They they put us back on. But, that's right. I mean, you're right. I mean, if it's on YouTube, it's true. It's a very good point, Richard. People should go there for everything that they. I might have just got us banned again. <laughs> but, but the moon is a very real thing. Oh, no, the and moon's real. The moon's the real. People, no doubt about it. So what do you mean? It's a real I thing. I don't know if you could. What would you call the people that live in the moon? They're aliens. But well, I wonder what their name so is. So where are you getting this, by the way? You're totally making that. There, no, one uh, no I got it from a uh, uh, YouTube video. Uh, that's right. Back to that. Okay. I did. But this is the anniversary of the Declaration of Rights for the Moon. Somebody sat around in a room. They had some people, apparently, probably more than three. You can fit them in a phone booth, but they, somehow this makes national news that they have made a Declaration of Rights for the Moon. I think they're... It's actually well-written. They're party, partying hard tonight because of this. You know, it's interesting... The if, people on the moon, I mean. If Jefferson would have recognized that the Declaration of Independence, you know, he could have written the usurpations against the moon. You know, Jefferson wrote usurpations against the colonies to King George III. You know, he, he, if he, they should have brought him into this, something like this, you know. The moon has rights, Tom. And he's like, you're right. Let me write one out here. Um, and they would write, he would write actually very good. He was a very good writer, you know. And he just kind of missed that the moon had somehow a, a rock floating around the earth has some sort of apparent dignity and, I'm not sure what kind of material is under all that dust. You know, you know, I don't know if the aliens call it steel or what. Yeah, but, they, uh, well, that's maybe aluminum, a combination thereof. Or, or, or here's an idea. Could be clear aluminum. I'm pretty sure it's probably just rock. No. Could be. Who knows? Special rock from a special planet. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. <laughs> High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Scott and Richard Lee.
using the men's room their entire lives. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Sometimes it feels like we're going to be in the men's room for our entire life. <laughs> That's a wrap of the radio show. Thank it's you for checking wrap, us out. It ain't no chicken wrap from the oh, that sounds sounds pretty good. Or hamburger wrap because you can't eat hamburger. In honor of uh, Doc Thompson, who is the founder of Mojo Five O and a friend of ours here on WRBA at uh, in Richmond, Virginia, ended his show every day with "What did we learn today?" So in honor of him, Richard Lee, what did we learn today? We learned that Stacey Abrams tried to kill a bunch of kids just by showing up with no mask. <laughs> well, that's true, and she should apologize, and yep. she did. Proved herself to be a hypocrite. We also learned the NFL and ESPN are a bunch of racists. All they care about is the color of your skin, and you should be hired based upon it. I kid you not. What else did we learned today, Richard Lee? Uh, we learned that Mark Warner is more worried about the Canadian truckers who are as peaceful as a bunch of Indians sitting around with a peace pipe. And um, not too worried about the amount of damage that the cities that burnt, the people that were killed. And he's just not worried about the United States. It's just Canada. Good point. We also learned that uh, the Richmond mayor's got it all wrong. Punish the bad guys. Don't worry about the gun buyback program. The Lee brothers will take care of that. Punish the bad guys. Richard Lee, what else we learned today real quickly? We learned if you eat hamburgers, if you're a meat eater, <laughs> you're a racist and a sexist. Exactly. And you can't help it. You just can't help it. So I got to get a hamburger on the way home. All right. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Want to honor a Lee Brother bumper sticker? Drop us an email at patriots at theleebrothers.com. We are changing the hearts and minds for the cause of freedom and liberty. Because that's here. who we are. We'll be back here next week. I promise you. Mojo50.com. Mojo. 50.com. Friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.